0: If you have followed dog training news at all this year, you have probably heard the new craze about training your dog to be a good citizen in breweries. And I had the honor to have the creator of that program in the studio. Amber Kwan is a dog trainer at her Summit Dog Training business and about a year ago, she offered a class for brewery manners for dogs, and it became so wildly popular that she also has now created an online course for brewery staff and other dog trainers around the world. Uh, really interesting new type of training for your dogs, and you're going to hear all about it in today's episode. Enjoy and cheers. Cheers. Hi, Monique René here, photographer from Silverpaw Studio. Every week at 6.30 p.m. here on Cutter Patter, we talk everything animals. And in the studio today, I have a returning guest. I'm very excited to hear all of the new things that have happened since she was last on the show. It's, it's pretty cool. You've probably seen her program talked about on media, in the newspapers. It has really gotten a far reach. So I'm very happy to announce that Amber Kwan is back in the studio. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yay. Um, And you all might know her also from her dog training business here in town. (laughs) I know I'm getting ahead of myself, as usual, talking about her project. Um, But she has Summit Dog Training. So Amber, tell us a little about how that all came to be. Yeah, so Summit Dog Training uh, originated
1: in, uh, let's see, 2015, when I first moved here to Fort Collins. Mm -hmm. um, And I've been training dogs a lot longer than that, but uh, it was kind of a... a Transplant to mm. Fort Collins when I uh, when I arrived, and since then we've just uh, been loving hanging out with people and their dogs here in uh, the beautiful mountains, and um, and helping people have good outdoor adventures with their dogs. Oh, were you an adventurous place before? Not really. Um. Um, I was an adventurous spirit, but not <laughs> um, in a good uh, in a good environment for exercising that a lot. We were in North Carolina before, oh. and kind of like not in. In the cool parts of North Carolina. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so uh, when, when we transplanted here to Colorado, it just kind of uh, felt
0: really natural to mm. expand that um, mission. Yeah. Do you have at at your training facility anything you specialize in? We uh,
1: do a lot of different things, but really we try to have one common theme of like getting people ready to be out and about with their dogs, doing whatever is their goal, um, whether that's um, off-leash backpacking with their dogs or a peaceful walk around the park or a brewery visit um, as we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, A good brewery hangout uh, with a dog that has the necessary skills to be successful at that. So really getting people out and about and um, doing whatever they find uh, to be adventurous and what they enjoy to do with their dogs is really our mission.
0: Oh, very fun. And I know just this year you opened your own uh, Brick and mortar, you know, your own (laughs) facility. Tell us a little about that, too. Yeah, so we call it the Summit Training Room, and it's
1: uh, 750 square feet of – of indoor climate-controlled uh, training space for us, we've been kind of uh, utilizing the hospitality of several different uh, locations to teach our, our classes. But now we have our own um, mm-hmm. our own space, and uh, we're really loving it. It's allowing us to do some different things that we couldn't do before. So we offer now um, we offer some behavior classes, mm-hmm. so reactive dog uh, group classes that we didn't have us an opportunity to host before. Um, now we can offer those safely. So we're able to help more variety types of dogs. We're also doing some branching into some agility foundation work now that we have a place to um, that's conducive to that. And uh, really, we're enjoying having an indoor space to kind of set our students up for success so that when they are ready to go out and about with their dogs, they have um, some good foundation skills. It's helping us a lot in the, the Colorado weather. Um, because yes. last year, we um, actually, the past three years, we've taught outdoors all mm-hmm. winter long. And our our students have been very, um, very tough and gracious <laughs> with us doing that. But there's definitely been times when the dogs and the humans were all struggling just because of the elements
0: in the um, in the winter. So it's oh, helping us a lot. I feel you on that. This past <laughs> week in Colorado, we've it's had been a huge snowstorm then a huge windstorm. And today is gorgeous. Yes. So it would be so nice to go to an indoor facility mm-hmm. and learn all these things and then go out on the nice snowy days and right. do your hikes around, right? right? But maybe not have to do the training out there. Right.
1: <laughs> and yes. is
0: your facility in Fort Collins then? It is. Yeah. Um, so
1: we're over... In the industrial park right north of Lincoln Avenue, um, west. Uh, or east of LeMay. So um, in the same area as like Funkworks Brewing and the um, now it's like a Genesis Health Club. It used to be a Miramont like climbing gym. Uh, We're right in that area.
0: Oh yeah. Okay so really only what five or ten minutes from Old Town. Yes. Trying to picture where that is. (laughs) Yeah. Up where all the breweries are. What a good fit for you. (laughs) It is a very good fit. We love it. Oh goodness. Um, So Let's say you've got your training facility, all the different training. You know, when people say they do agility and mm-hmm. I see dogs do it, I always think it's parkour. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're doing doggy parkour. It is very similar, yeah. <laughs> Good job. And I think that would be super helpful for the dogs when you're out on the trails. Mm-hmm. Like, here, they go up on this rock. Absolutely. And, you know, things like that. Teaching um, a dog how to navigate obstacles safely yeah. is a big
1: part of our advanced hiking courses uh, because injuries happen most when dogs don't know how to use their bodies safely. And they don't know how to judge, like, how to get their whole body over a fallen log or mm. whether they should maybe go under the fallen log instead of trying to go over it. So uh, that's definitely something that we incorporate into our advanced hiking courses is navigating obstacles um, and teaching, you know, have, teaching dogs how to do that at home oh. in the backyard or in the, in the living room uh, is a really uh, helpful thing to keep everyone safe on the trail.
0: Oh, right. I had another guest and she was talking about putting just even broomsticks Mm -hmm. down the hallway so they'd have to figure out where all four feet are to get over that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and then now you have the indoor facility to ch- do it also. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. And I know the big project, you, when you were on the show before, mm-hmm. you had probably just recently launched it, I think. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it kind of went crazy, <laughs> um, went viral, as people say, <laughs> uh, all over the internet. I kept seeing articles, like on Facebook and everywhere, about your project. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I know her. Wait, that's the, that's Amber? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> uh how cool. And if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're going to we're going to catch you all up. It's called Drink with Your Dog Project. And mm-hmm. that, I'm going to leave it at that so Amber can fill us in on the rest. Yes.
1: So it, the Drink with Your Dog Project is uh I like to describe it as a three um a three faceted project. So really it's all about creating more dog-friendly brewery spaces and also more brewery-friendly dogs. Mm -hmm. Um, And to do that, our three aspects are education for dog owners on how to be uh, responsible with your dog in a brewery and how to teach your dog good skills that help them be successful in the brewery. Uh, So that's one aspect and we do that dog owner education through our brewery manners classes Uh, and we teach those in a brewery. Dogs come, uh, we practice all the skills uh, that help the dog handle that environment well. Um, and it's a really fun, really fun class. And then the second aspect um, is education for brewery staff on how mm. to safely host dogs in the brewery. Uh, I've talked with a lot of brewery staff members, uh, bartenders, beer tenders, um, through the creation of this project. And it's something that. A lot of dog-friendly breweries really love hosting dogs, but dogs cause a lot of problems mm. in their breweries. Um, and some breweries who have decided not to continue to allow dogs, the reasons that they cite are specific instances that could have been avoided um, uh. with just a little bit of education and prevention. And so the education for brewery staff members is on how to safely host dogs in their brewery, how to welcome them, how to set up um Safe uh, practices so that if something is kind of going not so well, they know what to do and how to interact with the dog and the dog owner in order to keep everyone safe. Um, and my hope is that, you know, as more and more breweries take this course, there will be uh, a better system in place for keeping dogs in breweries uh, and that it'll kind of be empowering to brewery staff members to. To say yes, we want to open, we want to welcome dogs and we know how to do it safely. And then the third aspect of education is um, for other dog trainers, uh, teaching other dog trainers how to do these same courses that I've been teaching here in Fort Collins around the world. So um, I have a group of other instructors uh, around the country who have. Or have taken an online course with me and are starting to teach brewery manners classes in their area, kind of just continuing mm-hmm. to expand the project um, around the country and make it so the dogs even outside of Colorado can be um, welcome in, in the dog friendly
0: spaces in their area. Wow. it's Very extensive. I love that you have very clearly the three mm-hmm. separate sections. Mm-hmm. Did it all kind of stem from your Brewery Manners class? Yeah. Um, so I started teaching Brewery
1: Manners as just a sub- like a subcategory of one of my advanced uh, classes a couple years ago. And it was just one or two weeks of that class. And so mm-hmm. as I was teaching that, uh, I realized we didn't really have enough time to fully flesh out brewery manners. So mm-hmm. we did what we could in, as part of that a bigger class. And so then I had a brewery approach me um, last year with the question of how do we safely host dogs in our brewery? We want, we're want we a dog-friendly space. We want to keep welcoming dogs, but we're seeing more and more dogs, and we're concerned mm-hmm. about some potential liability and issues, and can you come teach us some things that would help Um, Our staff to be more equipped to handle this. And so I created the brewery staff education course for them. And as part of that, they asked me like, hey, would you be willing to come and um, be interested in offering a full brewery manners course for dog owners here at our brewery? And it seemed like a good opportunity to expand on the brewery manners education that I'd been working into my uh, other class curriculums uh, into a full class. And that class, was so much fun, and mm. we had such good feedback from the brewery that hosted us, as well as the people who took the class, um, that it's just con- we've just continued to offer it ever since.
0: Ah, oh, it's so cool, and there's more and more breweries, I I feel, popping mm-hmm. up, not just in Fort Collins, like yeah. you're talking about, but all over the country. There's mm-hmm. cer- especially certain hot spots, yes. right? <laughs> I think of Portland and um, Asheville and yeah. places like that. Uh, so, you know, if anyone's listening from far away, you mm-hmm. can. Uh, if you're a trainer, mm-hmm. take take Amber's course, which is cool. We haven't talked about how to contact you. Let's sure. let's uh, let people know if they want any more information on any of these. What's mm-hmm. the best way to contact you?
1: Sure. So through our websites would be the best um, way to do that. So our general Summit Dog Training website is summitdogtraining.com. dot um, and that's uh, we'll have information specific to Fort Collins classes and um, a wide range of classes, not just the Drink with Your Dog project. Uh, but then if you want more information about the drink with your dog project, including finding, maybe finding a trainer that offers that um, in your area. If you're not listening from Fort Collins, uh, drinkwithyourdog.com is um, our kind of home base for that.
0: Oh, simple. I like Mm -hmm. it. I like it. Can Tell me a little bit about, you know, why dog behavior in a brewery might be Mm -hmm. different than somewhere else. Why is there a specific training for that? Sure.
1: So it's a different environment than um, a lot of other places we take our dogs. So if we take our dogs to the hiking trail or to the dog park or just the regular city park, those are environments that in some ways have been um, designed for dogs uh, and are uh Expected that dogs would be frequenting those areas in the brewery. We have to think about this environment a little bit differently, and that this environment is an environment that was created for humans, mm-hmm. um, and wasn't created with a dog in mind for mm. for the most part. And so, when we take our dogs into those environments, we need to have a different framework in mind for how our dogs are to behave so for example we go into a dog park um, or even just a a city park and our dog sees another dog and a dog friend um, and they both both dogs are like I think I want to say hi there's a lot of play bowing and a lot of um, enthusiasm and we let the dog say hi and they have you know some prance around time and uh, have a great time in the city park that is um, perfectly appropriate and um, some that, you know, if all parties are amenable to it, it should be um, and should be enjoyed. But in the brewery, having that type of interaction where dogs are greeting each other and playing and Mm. roughhousing um, can cause disruption and hazards to the other people enjoying the brewery as well as the brewery staff, um, you know, blocks aisles, causes noise uh, Mm. to echo through the um, indoor kind of concrete uh, slab floor and metal wall space, whatever, um, and can be kind of disruptive yeah. to other people enjoying that space. And so we have to think about our dog's behavior in the brewery as different than a, a general, well-socialized, well-adjusted dog in um, in a city park. Um, I teach my Brewery Manor students that when their dog is going with them to the brewery, um, the place we want them to be is under the table, on a mat or on the floor, um, laying down, sleeping, um, chewing a bone, whatever is needed um, to help keep them happy. But it's not um, a greeting time for every single person or dog walks that walks by. And uh, not that those things can't happen when handled appropriately, but it's just setting the expectation that the behavior that's uh, wanted in the brewery is different than the general greeting, happy-go-lucky behavior in the park.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's like a mind shift dog uh, Mm -hmm. for the dog. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of times you take your dog somewhere, it's specifically (laughs) for the dog. Right. Right? (laughs) Like you're saying, we're going this place – for the dog, mm-hmm. or else why is the dog with us, right? Sure, right. <laughs> <laughs> but now we can take them more places. But yeah, you're right. I mm-hmm. mean, it'd be nice if the dog just kind of settled down like they mm-hmm. would at home, right. I guess. I didn't think to bring a mat. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Yeah. Um, I usually,
1: one of the things we incorporate in the class is discussion of the, the gear that mm. um, could be helpful. And and every dog is different. Not every dog needs a mat to settle down. But giving them a very clear, like, this is where you're supposed to be can really help. Um, it avoids, you know, the dog. Dog being out at the end of their leash and um, clotheslining people as they walk oh, back yes. by and all of that. So giving the dog clear expectations of you be here and I will reward you for being here. And then if someone comes up and asks to say hi, like okay, now you can go say hi, but then back to your mat and settle again. And um, that you know really goes a long way. The more people that have that mindset, um, it goes a long way to making brewery staff's job easier. Mm. Than when they're walking past with an armful of empty glasses, they don't have to um, dodge... The dog at the end of the leash um, or they, you know, as someone comes and is trying to get to the bar, but maybe they're afraid of dogs and they have to go right past this dog that's at the end of their six foot leash Mm -hmm. and greeting everyone um, Mm -hmm. indiscriminately. Like that's uh, not a pleasant experience for someone who didn't come to the brewery to interact with that dog. So um, things that we can do. Just as humans, recognizing that this is an environment created for humans and we are privileged to bring our dogs. But here are some things that we can do to make sure that our dogs are being respectful guests and we're being respectful guests. Um, and a big part of that is what to bring. So I'm oh. at um, – I also have people bring um, – Sometimes bring like a Kong um mm. Kong toy, like fill with peanut butter or um or a bully stick or something else. Um, not that the dog needs to be entertained the whole time, but sometimes, you know, as you're getting towards that, we've been here for an hour wow. time frame, and the dog's a little bit like antsy. Um, having something like that can really help extend the stay um, a little bit.
0: Oh, these are all great things. I wish my little dog was a little bit uh, braver (laughs) to go out in public. (laughs) um, I have had other dogs that I've taken mm -hmm. to the brewery. And that brings up a good point is that not every
1: dog is true uh, a good brewery candidate yeah. and that's part of um, what we we need to be aware of as as people making those decisions for our dogs is if your dog is really petrified of everything or your dog is um, maybe reactive or mm-hmm. um, has a hard time um, being in the same room with other people or other dogs that the brewery might not be the best environment for them, that doesn't mean that that they can't go and do other things, you know, be out in the park or whatever else, it just, the brewery is a very specific environment. And uh, the more that we kind of evaluate whether our dogs are capable to handle it, um, the actually the, the safer the environment gets for other people and other dogs, and the more likelihood that breweries will stay dog friendly in the long run.
0: Yeah, I have heard news of some that just don't want dogs anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How much do you think plays into the people there without their dogs? Like say I go Mm -hmm. and I see all these dogs and I want to pet all these dogs, but they're trying to be good dogs. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say? How should I, should I just leave them alone Mm -hmm. because they're just trying to be good dogs? Mm -hmm. Or like, does it kind of turn into this whole, like I want to pet your dog environment? To me, in my mind, that happens. What should people without dogs do? Sure.
1: Um, I would say if you want to pet a dog, um, ask okay. first, but ask not as you are reaching down towards the dog, right. but um, but stop at maybe a six-foot distance and say, you know, your dog is very cute. They're being very well-behaved. Would you mind if I said hello? And that gives the dog owner some space to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also uh, an aspect of that is be okay if the dog owner says no. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of students who report back to me situations where they have said no and then um, feel like they've hurt the person. Person's feelings mm. or offended the person who asked and uh, I think that it kind of illustrates an underlying cultural expectation that dogs in public are there for the public's enjoyment mm. and which is really not true um, and not fair to the dogs that are there for their people's enjoyment um, and so being willing to ask but then being also being willing to say like
0: okay I'll you know, go find a different dog to pet if yeah. the answer is no. Yeah, good good reminder. I love that. You know, it's just like us. We don't want everyone to hug us. Right. Right. And we have personal bubbles, and our dogs should have that respect mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I didn't think about the six feet away. That's mm-hmm. a really good rule. I think that would help with my dog if I ever sure. <laughs> get, to, get her to a point where she can go into mm-hmm. an environment like that. Um mm-hmm how long is, like, if someone were to take a Brewery Manners mm-hmm. class, do they should they anticipate a few weeks or is it a one-day thing?
1: Sure. Um, our Brewery Manners class is a four-week class. Okay. Um, and it's an hour each week and typically taught in a brewery. We mm. have some great brewery hosts, um, including um, New Belgium and Funkworks and Prost um, have all hosted us for Brewery Manners classes in mm. the past. Um, and so we kind of rotate through those locations. Uh, our Brewery Manners class is a level two class. So, so mm. if a dog has never done any training before, we usually recommend that they go to our, one of our Level 1 classes first, um, and that just helps set them up for success in um, in the Brewery Manners class. It means they'll have some foundation skills and know a little bit what we're talking about when we say, you know, um, settle on a mat or um, this or that, and then we build on those Level 1 skills in our Brewery Manners class.
0: Mm. That's so cool. You actually get to go to the brewery. <laughs> yes, all four weeks of class are in the brewery. Oh, gosh, that's yeah. awesome. And we have a lot of breweries yes. in our town, and a lot of them are dog-friendly, aren't yeah, they? Absolutely. Yeah, all the way from north to south. I've mm-hmm. been in quite a few. Um, what's nice about some of them, too, is they have outdoor patios. Mm-hmm. Um, so if your dog does need a little bit more space, that's kind of a yes. nice way to go. Mm-hmm. Although this time of year, little, <laughs> they'll be sitting in out. a foot <laughs> of snow, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, that's where they
1: those indoor um, indoor options come in really yes. handy.
0: <laughs> yeah, so now you're just gonna have to build like a little brewery in yeah. your training facility. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is welcome to the bar. Yeah. Yep. Oh my goodness! No, we'll keep going out to the breweries, right? <laughs> <Yes. Yep. laughs> uh, what else uh, should we know about some of these subjects? I think really the bottom line to
1: help people and dogs be continued. Uh, have continued access in dog-friendly breweries is if people who are visiting a brewery with their dogs can follow just one uh, mantra of demonstrating courtesy to other people and dogs there. Um, And really, that's what the Drink With Your Dog Project is all about, is helping people understand what demonstrating courtesy means. Um, but ultimately, if you just kind of think about it in the, in the way of putting someone else's experience, kind of elevating that in priority and preserving their experience um, at all costs. Uh, you know, so when, in a tangible, tangible example is when you visit a brewery with your dog, don't assume that everyone wants to say hello. Um, assume that people aren't there to say hi to your dog. And Mm -hmm. then if they are, you know, they'll come up and ask. Um, Also, don't assume that every other dog in the brewery wants to say hi to your dog. Um, Demonstrate respect to other dogs' space. Give them, you know, a a skirt around unless they've explicitly said, hey, we'd like to say hi. Um, And the more that we can do that, the more that we can just say, like, okay, remember, this isn't a environment designed for dogs. It's a yeah. design for people, and our dogs are privileged to be um, part of that equation in this particular situation. The more we can remember that and do everything in our power to minimize our dog's impact on the brewery environment, um, the more that dogs will continue to be welcome in the space. Oh. And if we all... To participate in that just a little bit, that um, really helps to make it so that everyone can continue to enjoy the space with our dogs.
0: Yes, that's that's great, I, and not even just in a brewery all the mm-hmm. time. All be courteous, yes. everyone. Not that you need to be reminded, but that that's the one thing, mm-hmm. you know, like you, when you walk in, because I think some of us are like our dog is so cute, everyone's going to want to say hi. Right. And, you know, like don't it's not mm-hmm. it's not, not what it's for. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great reminders. Um, now I kind of want to go to a brewery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you saved any breweries keeping dogs in through your training? Uh, we've worked with breweries who
1: are actively taking steps to preserve dogs in breweries. Mm. Yes. I, um, the breweries that have come and participated in our workshops are ones that are have still been dog friendly, but have started to see bigger and bigger issues come up with their dogs um, or with hosting dogs in their spaces. And so are taking steps to kind of um, prevent those issues from changing their dog policies. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's been really great to see. And, um, you know, we've worked with breweries on rewriting their dog policies. Mm -hmm. And um, part of the education for them is like I provide input on like what a good written dog policy looks like to help Mm -hmm. set good expectations for people bringing their dogs to the breweries. Um, And a good written dog policy helps to kind of enforce... Uh, rules where situations are happening that aren't safe. Um, So, you know, having a good, clear expectations ahead of time that the dog's leash needs to be in your hand Mm. um, instead of tied to the chair um, can help to... Uh, help a brewery staff member be able to approach someone who does have their leash tied to the chair and say, hey, we need your leash in your hand. And if you can't do that, then you and your dog need to come back a different day. Um, And so through all of those um, tweaks and changes, um, as well as just the education for um, brewery staff members, we've been able to kind of set hopefully more sustainable paths for dogs and breweries.
0: Oh, okay. And I love that this is online so people can get it everywhere. If a brewery wants to take Mm -hmm. your own. Is that like an hour course? um, I
1: do it either as an online uh, workshop. So I have all of the content for brewery staff is is in an online course. Mm -hmm. um, So individual brewery staff members can take it or whole Mm. brewery teams. I also for local breweries um, in Colorado, I offer an in-person workshop Mm. with me too. Um, But the online education is so that breweries outside of our area can
0: take it um, as well. That's awesome. That's yeah. wonderful. I, I would opt to have you come anytime. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that I is certainly understand. the most fun. Some of the breweries have a lot of employees. Sure. So the yeah. online option is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. We've got a couple more minutes mm-hmm. left. Anything else you want to let us know about dog training or brewery manners? Um, I would say...
1: One of the key things about any dog training, but especially training for adventure, Mm. for for like going on hiking or going to a brewery, is uh, practice those skills at home Mm. first. um, And uh, don't take your dog on to the hiking trail and expect to teach them a good recall or a good Mm. heel position on the hiking trail. Those are things that start at home. Um, Same with brewery manners. If you want your dog to be able to settle and relax underneath the table on a blanket um, at the brewery, that's not something you teach first at the brewery. That's Mm. something you teach at home and um, work on and reward a lot um, and then take that um, mat to the brewery, um, maybe not As um, not on a busy Saturday afternoon, Mm -hmm. but maybe on a you know Wednesday at two p.m. (laughs) Right? Um, Start small and build up from there, um, so that we are setting our dogs up for success at every step of the way, because. We know our dogs can practice the unwanted behavior of mm. jumping on everyone yeah. who comes in, um, leash reach, or um, barking at their friend across the uh, across the tap room, trying to yeah. in- initiate a play routine. Um, we know that they can practice the bad behavior, and so we want to see more examples of the good behavior by rehearsing at home and then coming and increasing the difficulty in different
0: environments. We could probably talk more and more about <laughs> yes. this. Let's give people uh, one more time how to find out more information. Sure. So SummitDogTraining.com is
1: how to get in touch with us um, about classes here in Fort Collins. And then Drink With Your Dog Project, um, you can um, look up information on that at DrinkWithYourDog.com.
0: DrinkWithYourDog.com. Wow well, yes. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. It looks really cool. Oh, well, thanks so much for being on the show. I can't mm-hmm. believe our time is up. Oh, well, thanks for having me. This has been fun. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tales with Tales. I sure hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you have any feedback, send me an email at monique at silverpawstudio.com. Until the next episode, I wish you many woofs, purrs, and treats. Do all of your tales have tales? Mine too. We all enjoy a funny story, an uplifting account, or a sweet childhood memory involving animals. And that's what we're sharing on this podcast. As a lifelong animal lover like you, and as a professional pet and people photographer, you can imagine I have many tales to tell. This show features interviews recorded from the radio show Critter Patter and tales told by me or other special guests. KRFC 88.9 FM Radio Fort Collins, Critter Patter is recorded in their studios in the Music District in the heart of Fort Collins, Colorado.